Open the door and step inside to a world of practical magic, where we blend the mystical and mundane worlds of the everyday witch. Presented by Wise Woman Witchery and hosted by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade-Lewis. Welcome to The Witch Next Door. I'm Emily. I'm Veronica. And this week we are going to chat with you about the Major Arcana. And we are going to be chatting with you about the Major Arcana. 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 Whatever. Arcana. Yeah. We're going to go That's with that. Uh, which is the fool's journey. There's a story arc that occurs within the cards. I have some cards right here. I have some cards too. Right. <laughs> Look at mine. Look at mine. Look at my cards. <laughs> There's so many different kinds of tarot cards. There are so many different kinds of tarot cards. And so we're going to be talking specifically about the Rider Waite Smith deck uh, tradition of the Fool's Journey and the Major Arcana. Uh, Thank you for saying Smith, by the way. She gets left she out. She does get left out. And I am she totally guilty artist. of doing I know. I did all this. I am guilty of, of doing that. Me too. Because I'm so used to. Oh, just, look, mine just, this box just, just says, says the writer tarot. It, weight got, weight got right bailed too. too. I don't know. I don't know. I got that on Etsy, so who knows? But yeah, well, mm -hmm. she did all the artwork on the OG deck. Pretty amazing. Yes. So Rider Waite Smith is what we are working with. And, um, you know, there are, as Veronica said, there are so many decks and because there's so many decks, there's different art. Some of the cards get renamed in different decks. Sometimes the suits get shifted. So we go from having wands and swords and pentacles and cups to, I don't know, I have this deck that I Coins. Love. Yeah. Well, coins is a really common yep. translation. Um, I have one that I love called the Brady Tarot. And in that one, we have roots, feathers, arrows, and horns. I got one recently that I was like, what? I think feathers is one and that felt natural, but it had all kinds of different suits where I was, I happened to look it up every single time because yeah. it didn't resonate. It yeah. took me a while, but I like, I put my little cheat sheet out whenever I would read it. And then I knew because I had it in front of me. Um, and as long as I know what elements the different, de the different decks, the different suits correlate with, I feel like I can really find my way pretty easily. Um, but, but all of this to say not all decks are created equal. Uh, they do shift and change based on the artist, based on the author. And so for the purpose of our discussion today, we are going to be talking about the writer the deck. I am using the Darkness of Light Tarot, which follows this, um, this tradition. And Veronica is using... What is that, Veronica? What are you... This is the writer Wait Smith artwork, but it's, I think it's done in like the... I think this is I, I think remember what it's, it's just actually, aged it's just aged they make it look cool yeah so it's like you're it's so original and there's artwork. no border right. like you can see this is what I love it like goes right up to the edge of the card and for those of you that can't see what Veronica just described is exactly <laughs> what <laughs> what we're talking about so we're trying this on YouTube this week for, for the first time for the first time so I know some people like to watch videos some people like to just listen in uh as we're doing this this week we're going to try to focus on the fact that this is actually a podcast and that we won't show you too many things. Thank you, Emily, for reminding <laughs> me that we're also just going well, audio. <laughs> it's so distracting when you can see yourself, right? Because yeah, you're like, oh, you. but look, I want you to look at my card. And then you <laughs> and then you have no idea what we're talking about. So we have to describe it. But um, but what's fun is to kind of hang out with your friends. Or if you're like me and you have an addiction to purchasing tarot decks, um, it's fun to get out the different cards and look at the different way that it's depicted across decks. So like my fool, this guy, he, I mean, he's standing on the edge of a cliff oh, just yeah. as Veronica's fool is standing on the edge of the cliff and they both have dogs and they both have a little package tied up over their shoulder. Right. So the fool is zero in the fool's journey and in the major arcana. It is our first card. It's that first step. Um, Artwork is different on these cards, and the energy of the card feels completely different. It really does. Yours, your card looks like, how would you describe that energetically? Um, he, she, they think it looks like, oh, I'm so ready to go. Like, it's this innocent, playful, lighthearted, like, I'm about to step over the cliff and don't <laughs> care. <laughs> 
whereas your art i know mine looks totally dark. different like i'm i'm setting out on a quest I'm a little serious about it i have all mm -hmm. my worldly possessions on my back um it's a little bit like intense actually so he or i don't he looks a little bit more grounded than mine well he doesn't look like he, he's standing on the edge of the cliff yeah, but he, he doesn't look like he's about to step over it no. he looks like he's standing Searching. there like i'm looking I'm out looking. at the path that i'm about to go down mm -hmm. right so this takes us to the first card in the fool's journey and um as this today you might just think about how these different energies correlate to your life because what's true is that this is a like i said a story arc but sometimes we hang place or we skip a card as we go through our own story arc in our lives um sometimes we have a little like cluster <laughs> <laughs> like i'm just gonna hang out with the hermit right, right. now for a while and then uh the star is going to creep in somewhere in the distance. Mm -hmm. um, and then eventually there'll be a little judgment. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm just, I'm just saying we don't always follow, follow this story arc perfectly. It's we, not a linear journey, in other words. So if you're going from zero to 22, you. you're not necessarily going to go step one, step two, step three. Although, you know, it is a progression. Um, it's not just like in life. It's not from A to B. There's yeah. going to be some. There's going to be something in between there to get you there. You know what I'm saying? It's not just A to B. Yeah, it's not just A to B. No, there's going to be a lot of ste steps in between. There'll be a C and a D, <laughs> an A like part one, an A part two. <laughs> right. So if we keep pace, we're going to be here all day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so we start at zero of the fool. Yes. And because zero, I mean, I feel like zero, that's the begin. This is the beginning of the journey. You are the fool. Yes. Okay, that's why it's zero. But in a loving way. You are the not fool. Like, so not like, yo, fool. Yeah, not like you're a fool. No. Like you're ridiculous. It's a different language of the fool. All right, well, the fool, when you think about the fool, it's kind of this naivety, right? There's this energy of know all the things yet i don't i think i might know all the things but i'm totally wide open to possibility limitless potential it's so exciting place it is exciting and so that's the beginning stages that's where we start our journey mm. <laughs> <laughs> um and then more tangible things start to come as you step yeah along in, the path yeah yep it's like when you get really excited about going on a trip and you're like, I'm going to go to this thing. It's going to be amazing. And oh my gosh. And then you start like kind of making plans and, uh, and then things get real, you know, yeah. and then the motel you planned is sold out or your car breaks down. Yeah. That's like the fool's journey where you fall in love. Oh, right. Or you fall in bed. <laughs> Else's I mean, bed. we're both married, Somebody and yeah, <laughs> and that's not happening. But I can see a younger version of myself being like, "Oh, hello, cute guy that I met on this road trip." Okay, so that's the lover's card, maybe. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, it could be any number of things. Actually, it could be the devil. <laughs> that could be the devil it tempting. It was totally the yeah. devil. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, temptation. We're not even there yet. That's like a few. That's like some cards down the road. So starting with the fool, we have limitless potential. We're ready to go, mm -hmm. right? And then what happens? And then you transform into the magician. So you ah. um, acquire tools for me. So I I love that you just said that because you said transform into the magician because I always think of it as we meet the magician. No, it's you. What's well, your journey? I, I know it's. I feel like. Even I always picture it as like, I'm the fool and I'm going down the road. And now I just met the magician and the magician is really a mirror, but like, it's mm. also a separate part of self. And so the fool is sort of integrating that part of self in that. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's just another, I just want to note that because I think it's kind of cool to notice the different ways that we also perceiving. That. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we transform into the magician or you don't. <laughs> and then you have all these tools for this journey yeah because you need these tools this is a big journey 
okay. you know, this is the journey of life. You need more than your satchel and that you started out with. You are, or you somehow transform and, and are given these tools or you acquire them. Yes. And then? <laughs> and then you, you take go another. inside. And the high priestess is all of that inner realm, that deep intuition, that wisdom that lives inside of us, that deep emotion even that gives us information. That's how I feel the high priestess is. And that is really what we connect with. So now we have the physical tools, right? That help us tap in and remind us we're connected to earth and sky. And then you get the third eye, deep intuition yeah, going third inside. Eye. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes next with the high priestess. So we have the external and then we have the internal and it's all tools. And then from the high priestess, we transform into the empress, which is so the empress, she's physical, she is the mother. Mm -hmm. So you have the high priestess who's this internal, you know, embodies the divine feminine to like, um, the physical realm of the mother. So like taking care that mother planet, like mm. other beings, um, the beauty, the abundance that the earth has to offer. So she is the mother. Mm. You are the mother. <laughs> so it's the feminine side. It's all that feminine energy and it's that nourishment really. Right. It's all of that, uh, that nourishing, caring, uh, fertile, yumminess in that feminine energy and then we, with we the reach. feminine after the feminine comes the masculine the masculine so we have the emperor and he is very serious he's the father yeah he feels like a stern father a little bit whenever i pull the emperor I'm, whoa i guess i i need to get it to get, put yourself in check girl <laughs> Well, he, he also represents authority. That feeling of like, here's the line. Yes. And he holds he holds the line. Yeah, I love that. That's a really good yeah. description. Mm -hmm. And then and then what happens? And then so you have the you have the feminine, you have the masculine, and then there's a piece that you're like, okay, I, I need something more. Okay, so these are physical things. And then the hierophant comes in. So the Hierophant is the spiritual teacher. Mm -hmm. So whether you believe that in this journey, you're transforming into that spiritual teacher, it could mean um, you find a teacher. Um, somehow you're getting information from a higher source. Right. And, and I would also say, uh, just coming to that, it's like now you've gained all the tools to be able to listen to that teacher to be able to receive from that teacher right because we have our physical tools and a reminder of our connections we have that inner the inner tools right the intuition the inner wisdom all of that and then we find that balance with the nourishment and nurturing and that more author authoritarian authoritative anyway that more masculine energy that's like firm and driven you have all of that now mixed together and now you're ready to be able to go, because it's like balanced. Mm -hmm. You can tap into that that hierophant energy, whether again, it's an outside source or it's you, or it's both. I think it's both most of the time. And then from the hierophant, the lovers. We journey to the lovers. And the lovers. It's not just about love. It's not just about love. It's also about choice. It's what about, do you choose? Nice. Yeah, that's what I often think about when I think about the lovers. Is what are you choosing? And I always, I also feel like in this journey, like this is the first step. Your steps in, so you have, oh. you know, it's all about you. It's you, you, uh -huh. you, you, you. You know, you have the empress, emperor, the hierophant. It's all like you, and now it's the lovers. So there's another, there's another um, being in there. It's another entity. Mm -hmm. So you have, um, it's maybe somebody else, but there's something else besides you yeah nice that's yeah. good <laughs> that's good i think it was my turn but whatever <laughs> Are we taking turns? sorry just butt right in i think okay, well we wait, were it's emily's no, turn it's fine we're moving on <laughs> we're moving on 
I might do the next two. Oh, you do the favorite. next two. Please take on the next two. <laughs> Emily, what happens after the lovers? <laughs> oh, I wasn't I, keeping count. I was trying to be even. Just so you this know. This is my Libra rising. This is funny because I am a Libra, but my <laughs> my lifetime card is the high priestess. Oh. Yeah. Wait, so why is that funny? I don't know. I, I think that's because I, I don't like the external stuff is not as important. So I did not. <laughs> and here I am, my, my Libra rising right in my chart. I'm like, I'm like, is it even? Is it fair? I don't Ooh, think this is fair. Nice. Okay. Now or, you take two and it'll be fair then. There no. we go. Okay. Look, I'm just going to do the next card. The next card is the chair. And I chariot is depicted in the darkness of light tarot. It's very different than the standard Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, cool. It's this woman on horseback and she has an arrow. She's pulling back to shoot. She's taking aim. So when I think about the chariot, I always think my, my language that comes up with that is something that has been begun that cannot be undone. Like the ball is now rolling. There is the potential for a snowball effect here. We are go. We are going. You are on it. Let's mm. go. You cannot stop this train. That is what the chariot feels like to me. It is all fire all the time. Um, now in the rider weight, can I see your card? Yeah, Thanks. of course. Yeah. So in the rider weight, the rider weight Smith, excuse me, uh, mm -hmm. deck. We also have these two sphinxes that are depicted in black and white. And so there's also this kind of element of balance happening motion but there's a balance that's happening as well um he has a little crown of stars so cute yeah right i never noticed that before i didn't notice I, the crown before uh -uh. I, I noticed the stars yeah the stars all around yeah, in the little cool. but anyway that's how i feel how do you feel about the chariot veronica I definitely, it's the forward motion for sure. I never thought of it like, like if you can't stop this train though. Cause oh. I guess that, that feels to me like almost like, oh crap. Yeah. Like almost like, okay, this is, has so much force behind it that I might not have any power to stop it. Mm -hmm. um, I'd never thought of it that way, but that, you know, doesn't mean that that might not happen. Like if I was on, like, let's say I was, the chariot was happening for me that could be something that could happen like oh my gosh like this is how i don't really have any control over what is happening it's just unfolding in front of me um and this train ain't a stopping <laughs> well i feel like it's so and again so i have so much fire in my chart it's stupid but um because i have so much fire in my chart i tend to be a go get them kind of person and i'm like all right here we go here we go here we go and so there is choice but it's like there are certain choices you make that can't be undone. That and true. that's what the chariot feels like to me. For sure. Like you start <laughs> something and you can't necessarily undo it. You might be able to like guide the chariot a different direction. But once it's go, there's forward motion happening here. And that's nice. what you can't stop. So that's really what I'm talking about. And then so you're moving, you're moving, you're moving. And then what strength. Happens? And then we land in strength. And the only reason I wanted to talk about strength is because I've been writing. Oh, look, there goes our light. <laughs> <laughs> Your power source just cut out. Yeah, totally did. Um, so anyway, I've been writing a story. And in my story, the card strength plays a big role. And I love, plus I'm a huge um, animal person. So I kind of love this idea of this woman with this fierce lion. Now in um, the Darkness of Light tarot, the woman really has like a fierce looking lion. And when you look at the Rider Waite Smith deck, the lion looks more the pet, really? loving and curly. Yeah. His curly hairs. He's kind of, you know, a little sweeter, more tender. Anyway, the point is strength is about kind of being able to step into uh, a difficult situation, being able to step into difficult relationship, uh, being able to sort of take, the wild so that a connection can be made yeah i really feel like the strength card is like more form like so you're moving the chariot whereas you were like okay it's movement it's movement so that feels more like um kind of like airy like there's not a lot to grasp hold of mm -hmm. whereas like strength is like the muscles behind it it's like that's what's gonna get it going so it's going but now it's like okay I got the strength here uh -huh. to like see it through. Nice. Like I got this. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I'm ready to collapse. Are you? You're going to go in? <laughs> Are you going inward now? I'm going so here. inward. 
light's not cooperating right it's now. It's not. I can't fix it. Okay. Sorry. It's all right. We're going inward. So as the hermit, which arrives now, <laughs> we don't need the lights right now. <laughs> we want it to be dark. <laughs> this is what's happening. So let's take what's happening right now. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we want to go. We want to go inside. Yes. So this is a place for introspection. You know, introspection. Interspection. Interspection. You got to interspect yes. what is going Do on that. inside. Figure right that now. out. Like, got to get some inner guidance. Mm -hmm. So you've had a lot happen. Okay. You have gained so much tangible knowledge and you physically are moving through your life. And then it's like, oh gosh, I need a rest. And this is a test. Well, and I'll also add that it's a period of integration, right? So I, I think, you know, when we think about going inward and having that introspection, there's also this integrating of all the stuff that, the, that we've just learned on our journey. And now we're going to go in and now yes. we're going to hang out with it. And we're going to see how does it land inside of us? How can we hold this and carry it forward so that we become more whole around it? Um, one of the things that I love about the hermit is that generally he slash she is depicted uh, holding a lantern. And so there's kind of this, this thought of like this guiding light. If we turn inward, we find that light. You know, it's that it's, it makes me think of the North Star. And, uh, and to me, when I pull the hermit, I think of that kind of going inward and finding my own North Star. Nice. So, yeah, that's beautiful. Sorry, that wasn't balanced. I took two cards and then I talked over yours. No, I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I want to hear what you have to say too. Okay, great. So we're moving on. <laughs> Right. To the wheel of fortune. So now this this card has always been like kind of like a nominally. Okay, we need to let go of the slight thing. I know it's really hard for me. <laughs> it's really hard. So maybe okay. Emily, you can help me with this card because <laughs> stop focusing on the light. This card. Just... Help me help me with the wheel of fortune. Okay. okay. Because this card has always been a little tricky. And I think it's because it's like the wheel of fortune. So it's spinning. You know, you have oh. this this spinning um form of it so it's what I've always looked at is it's, it's like um chance like oh interesting uh, so this is like okay the wheel of fortune spinning there's chance up for grabs here Car like karma's even in here so fate um so it's a it's a lot less tangible that's uh -huh. so it always kind of feels more like what what does that mean um yeah so, I mean, I don't know, coming out of this place of the hermit, so you're, in, you know, you're inside, you're gaining this kind of quiet inner guidance, and then you're coming to, like, a turning point, possibly, um, where it's, like, the next stage on your journey. Like, because as we spin the wheel of the year, it's like, okay, that's the next step, mm -hmm. the next season um, of the journey. So, what do you think about that? Yeah, I, when I pulled the wheel, and I, I often think of crossroads, like I'm coming to a crossroads. There's an opportunity to make a choice here. And I feel like the wisdom that we gain in that hermit stage really allows us to, uh, to make that choice from a more educated place or a more integrated place. Um, conversely, though, I think because it is that spinning wheel, Right. And, and in the darkness of light tarot, it actually is depicted as a spinning, literally a spinning wheel like this this chick is spinning some oh cool some yarn or some fate she's spinning some fate. Yeah, fate um but within that are old patterns right so so not only are you coming to a place to make a choice but you're looking at all the different factors of who you were before this moment and who you have who you have become and are becoming and i feel like that is really it's it's a very um kind of vast card in that way is that it holds all is was and shall be and you're standing at the epicenter of that going which direction do i go now yeah maybe that always confuses me because i don't like having too, too many choices yeah <laughs> just yeah. yeah for sure and that so as the wheel is spinning um we come to something that i can resonate a little bit more with and that is justice so yeah with justice you know it depicts balance you know you see the scales of justice um and there's that feeling of balance um so where the wheel is spinning but then here we've got balance 
So that for me, I'm like, oh yeah, oh, my, my Libra self loves that. We've landed and balance. And we're going to make sure that like there's so balance. balance. <laughs> there's balance and there is fairness. Like that you were just talking about things being fair. Yes. It's like, that is like, you're going to see through to make sure that this is, this is fair. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, when something happens and you're like, well, wait, you know, like you need to like what set a boundary for? or something oh. like when justice, when you're feeling it, you might pull the justice card in your life or something where you're needing to be like, no, this is not right mm-hmm. right now. You know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I feel that with the justice card too. I feel like something is coming into balance or there, a right will be wronged essentially when I pull that card. That's usually where I go with it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So then we move to card number 12. Here we are. The hanged man. This is such a, um, a symbolic card because we have this image of this man hanging upside down from a tree generally. And uh, in, in the Rider Waite Smith deck, you will see that he also has like a halo around his head. So it's almost like by hanging upside down, this illumination is created. This this sort of vision is created. Um, And it can take you back to the story of Odin hanging from the tree, the world tree for nine days. Was Mm -hmm. it? Um, so there's there's that imagery and that mythology that I think you can pretty easily attach to this card. Whether or not that was the origins of the symbolism, I'm not sure, but that's definitely a place that my mind tends to go. Uh, when I pull the hanged man, I definitely go to that place of changing perspective and surrender. Because when you're hanging upside down by your feet, you can't do a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> so you sort of have to surrender, right? Totally. Um, and when you hang upside down, it also changes your perspective. So sometimes I'll be honest, when I pull this card, I go hang upside down on my couch. Oh, because I need, I know I need to shift my perspective. What happens if you look at the world upside down? Like literally what happens Mm -hmm. if you look at the world upside down? Now you could take that however you want. Maybe you just need to look at things from a different point of view, but uh, yeah, that's where I go with the hanged man. Yeah, it's interesting because, I mean, you're coming from justice and then you move yeah. to this place of, like, you're totally, literally upset. Mm-hmm. So it feels like, for me, in this, like, as to the next card, this is, a, a like, a transition. Mm. This feels like a card of transition. So you're at, you're, I mean, is, this is, this is, like, okay, I'm literally suspended in space. I am transitioning from like this more earthly realm to possibly something a little bit like higher scale. Maybe, maybe I'm going to go to a different plane. Like death. Death. (laughs) (laughs) Well, transformation. That was good. That was like, we didn't even plan that. Veronica just went there. It was great. Truth is we don't really plan on most of our podcasts. We just come and talk to you about things. Sometimes we research, but uh, yeah, death. Yeah. Yeah, People pull this card and they freak out. Totally. I definitely have been. (laughs) I have uh, been there. I've been there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to die. Didn't we do a podcast where I was like, and I pulled death. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to die. Somebody I love is going to die. Like, I mean, that's obviously could happen. I mean, at any time, but that doesn't necessarily mean that if you pull the death card, like that's what's going to happen. Right. Because death is just... It's just an ending. And with an ending becomes a new beginning. So, uh, and you, you, there, you'll there, you see this cycle happening in the fullest journey, right? There's like that, that we learn all this stuff and then we go into this hermitude, right? That's the word. That's beautiful. Thanks. Yeah. And that's like an ending in and of itself, right? Because, and then there's this integration because as we learn, old parts die away and new ones become and we have to integrate them you know and so we move through that and then we go through this next phase and then we end up at the wheel of fortune and we're making decisions and you know all these things happen that create endings and beginnings again and again as you move through the fool's journey and so this is really like a biggie this is the ultimate right it's kind of oh go ahead there's no i mean death that's it right like i mean it's not like that's it but you know what i mean that's the end of the plane that yes. we're living on here. It's the end of, mm-hmm. and so, you know, I sometimes think of it as the death of ego 
that there's when you pull the death card, there is that um, opportunity for the death of your ego. And in that, there is this opening that can occur. It's like next level surrender. We're like beyond hanged man here. Um, really, I mean, death is, it's just like, okay, I surrender. And then what happens? You know, what comes next? Oh, something beautiful. Temperance comes. Temperance. I love this card. Just the like this. This is the first what I feel like what I've seen. I mean, the lovers is a little water to me, but this is like the first card where I really get water and soothing from. Mm -hmm. Like I feel soothed by this card. Um, so you have death and there's this feeling of like an end. Well, it's an ending, you know, and what's the beginning? The beginning is this beautiful depiction of what could be. I mean, some people you could use the, you know, Judeo-Christian idea of heaven, but it's like actually the card, it, it looks like heaven. Yeah. Like there's, On that deck, it does. It does. Like there's an angel actually here. And like, the, it's like a garden and she's got like one foot in the water and one out. So you've got this balance and she's got the cups and she's pouring. And there's this feeling of like, okay, like I'm going to be okay. <laughs> See, and in this deck, uh, it just makes me feel like the ring. Oh, right. It's a little creepy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not soothed by that. I'm not Sorry. soothed by this card either. And every time I pull it in this deck, I'm like, huh. Like, yeah. I feel a little unsettled. Yeah, her face. You can't see her face. You can't see her face. And you can see, you know, when you look at uh, the Rider Waite Smith deck, you can see the elements all represented mm -hmm. here. There's water, but there's also earth and there's That's air. A volcano, and, it looks yeah, like. there's there's yeah. fire, and that is also represented here. But you have to look very closely to see that this is not just fire. There's also water, and there's earth, nice. and there's air. So it's all here. And so when you think about temperance and balance, there's also this balance of the elements and the way those elements, you know, live alchemically within us, um, within our energy field, within our personalities, uh, within our bodies, even just, you know, some people are fiery, some people are not, um, more some people are more sluggish, all mm -hmm. those things. So I feel like this card is really a call. It's like, okay, death. And then from that comes this balance, like a, a restart. I like that you said alchemy, because that like this card is feels like alchemy yeah, to totally. me. It's like, you know, the water, the fire that you've got the elements. Um, and that is that is the elements of life. Yes. So you're coming from this death place to like life is starting to come back. And then after that, you're like, what the heck is this? <laughs> well, I think you get challenged again. So we oh, talked okay. about yeah. at the um, at the Wheel of Fortune, you know, this idea that our past self and our past patterns are present even as we have this opportunity to make new choices. And when the devil pops up, I feel like this is really what this card speaks to are those past chains that maybe we thought we let go of as we've gone through these transformations, but they're like creeping back in and like, Hey, remember me? I'm that guy at the bar you want to go home with. Right. Yeah. Like I was talking about at the beginning of this journey. So <laughs> <laughs> my husband's going to die. when you listen to this. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. He won't. He'll just go. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> I'm talking about past self, Emily. So uh, the devil really is this, um, has this alluring quality, but he, in the card, you see people chained to the devil. And it's because the devil is those things like addiction and Attachment. um, attachments, of, like all of those things that seem really alluring because they're like easy or fun but we can overindulge in them. And they twist you knots. And the in the interesting thing is in the writer Waite Smith is the chains are loose. Yeah. So yeah, at any yeah. time nice point. you could easily lift them off, mm -hmm. um, but you're in it. You're choosing like, it and it feels like a bind. Yeah. Cause it's like that in this deck too. Yeah. 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 You could just like lift them right off if you wanted to. They're very heavy, but they're heavy. Yep. And it, whatever it is, is, it seems to be, it seems to be appealing. Yeah. That naughty devil. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's going to come down. And here. then it's like, <laughs> whoa, yeah. crash the tower. So sometimes you got to crash and burn, huh? I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. My heart just felt really heavy when I just looked at this card right now. Sometimes I can face it with like, I don't know, 
them, but for some reason I just looked at the tower and saw the crumbling and I just felt like, ugh. This actually, this card is the one, like people don't like the death card. This is the card I have a hard time yeah. with. That I, When I pull it, I'm just like, how could this be positive? Because yes. <laughs> I like to look at everything positively. <laughs> you know, I do. I like to spin it in a very positive way. It's true. Um, so the positive way, how can I look at this positively? Well, anytime something crumbles, there's the opportunity for re rebuilding. And this tower clearly was not that stable if a lightning bolt is going to destroy it. Yeah. You know, so it's the death of old constructs. So here we are again, right? We're circling back through more rapidly now. Oh, yeah. Because at the beginning, we got all of our tools um, and to be able to do this work, to cycle through. This is like shadow light, shadow light. Here we go. Whew, it's like really over. This is life, man. This is it how is we life. live. I mean, so it is life. incredible. Yes. What we live. I know. I know. <laughs> this is oh our human God. form. I'm just. Sometimes I'm astounded as to how much we actually endure. So the tower is like, this is like the ultimate in tearing yeah. down chaos, upheaval. Oh. Um, like it's like it, your, your world comes crashing down kind of thing. Yes. Like, um, but, and through that you can have hope. Oh, thank you. <laughs> There's the positive. The star comes yeah. out after that, right? So everything has been shaken down, destroyed, annihilated, and then hope is born. You can see the potential for something mm -hmm. new. And that is what the star is, as we are at card 17 on our 22 card oh, journey. Yeah. That's right, 17. So we're, we're, we're doing pretty good here. Yeah, we are. So, I mean, we have just moved through like like, oh, we got all this good, you know, we're starting off, we're getting everything we need. And like, oh, and then there's all this, oh, interesting. Okay, the wheel's moving, justice, all of that. And then, you know, we've got death. We've got this, maybe some little temperance of love and, you know, alchemy happening. Something's happening. And then we're slammed with the devil and the tower. And you're like, oh, my gosh. And we get a break. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and one of the things that I love about the star card is that you see her pouring water and she's pouring it into the water and she's pouring it onto On the, the land. land. But there's something to me about shedding that comes with that. It's almost like like all the grief, all the upset mm. that comes with that like destruction of the tower, that pouring out of the water to me symbolizes that pouring out. Like, I'm letting it go. I'm letting it move through. I'm releasing it so that I have that openness for hope. There's definitely renewal. Yes. A sense of renewal. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Great word. Oh, so, I mean, we're in the sky. We're in the sky. We're in the sky right now. So we have the, the shining light of the star and whatever, you know, which is our, the star is our sun. Mm -hmm. You know, even though we haven't moved to the sun yet. Um, then on the other side of the bright star that is our sun is so we move from the star to the moon. Mm -hmm. So brightness and this hope, this sense of hope. And then you have the cooling and the deep, like we talk about deep intuition with the high priestess and everything. You have that other side of the moon. You go deep. Mm -hmm. So you're going to have a, like a deep healing. That's what it feels like to me. Like, so you've gone oh, through a lot. So the moon feels like deep healing. It feels you. like a deep What's healing What's up with the dogs, me. Veronica? <laughs> What's up with the little crest? Or are you yeah. feeling into all of that in that? Well, the crustacean, so there's a lobster that's crawling out of it. And that's like the scorpion, you know, it feels like the scorpion energy of like deep dreams and deep oh, feeling. So the Scorpio energy is like deep feeling because the scorpions, they, they the like. The scorpion is a crustacean? Oh, yeah. The scorpion is a lobster? No, he's a lobster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always look at him as a scorpion, like a scorpion. I have always looked at him as a scorpion. Do you see him? That does not look like a lobster. I'm sorry. Lobster. It does. Have you seen a scorpion? Yeah, I have. I used to okay. live in the desert. Well, I just. I, I touched I, a scorpion. <laughs> I feel like that's a lobster. Just saying. No, I think you're right. It's coming out of the water. But like. It's I scorpions. Water. Yeah, they don't live in the water. All the Scorpio. Yeah, exactly. The Scorpio energy. So this is a symbolism. It is a feeling place and yeah. the moon is a feeling place. Mm -hmm. But what I always think of when I look at this card is actually the two dogs, because there is that old story about which wolf do you feed? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking nice, about? Yes, I do. Um, and I have that proverb up there somewhere. 
but it's really about like, what are you feeding inside of yourself? And I, I think, I feel like uh, Veronica's going to the super light, like healing renewal side here. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. going to the, which just seems of course fitting. I'm going to the dark. <laughs> I'm like, the moon is kind of a shadowy card it because be, it yeah. does mm -hmm. allow us this access to these deep inner realms. But those deep inner realms are not all like happy rainbows, sunshine and renewal. There is some crap in there. And our shadow self is we're, we're being asked at the moon. Like, are you going to listen to the shadow or are you going to listen to the light or how are you going to hold both? Integrate both. Mm -hmm. That's what I like. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> That's the renewal. That's good. So anyway, that's uh, the moon. Moving right along. What comes next? The sun. Because you have the moon, you have the sun, right? Oh, look, you have a happy baby in yours. And I have a dog that looks kind of sad. That dog looks sad no, in her you're card. supposed to be like, happy little dog in my card. And this is like a baby that's riding a horse. It's like, la, 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 la. Like the sun right. is out in the summer. Like, it's like the right. best And my dog my is like. How do I get home? I feel so lost. The sun is there to guide me. I don't know about not. that deck. Anyways, <laughs> I love this deck. I want that deck. Now I'm like, I don't like that. That's too dark for you. Yeah, it's a little dark. Yeah. I like the light side. But I love the sun card. <laughs> Weird. Really? You do? So strange. So strange. So you've got the moon, that deep feeling place. Emily was talking about your shadow self. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the other side, which is the sun. The lightness. Yeah, it's like yeah. positivity, it's success, it's the kind of the culmination of all of these things. It's the light side of all of the things that you've been working through in this journey. You know, it's like, oh, okay, here I am. I can just bask in like the work that I've done and the joy of it all. So unless you're this dog in my deck and then you're not basking in. Look, he's so sad. He looks so sad and it's the sun. You should be happy. Really, I'm just, I'm disappointed. <laughs> Well, it's not surprising because this is what happens because the next card is judgment oh. and it doesn't, it's not like, I don't know how you feel about this card, but it's not like, it's not like the sun card. It's not like, yeah, all right. I mean, when you hear the word judgment, you think, oh God, I, I don't want to be judged. Well, and it's like judgment day. You look at the card, but and it's, it's like judgment day. It's, this is different than the word judgment. This is how I, I don't take it as <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Okay, actually, I'm really I'm excited that we're towards the end of our journey. <laughs> okay, I have to be honest. Okay, You're tired, Veronica? I'm tired, but this has been a lot. Like, we have journeyed through, you know, oh, I 20 see. other things. Yes. Like, it's exhausting. We have done a lot. Um, like, we have moved through a lot. We have moved through a lot. We've gained a lot of wisdom. Mm -hmm. And now we're, we are being judged. Mm-hmm. So this is judgment day. So it's like, or like, really, you are, these people are stripped down naked and they're like, like, okay. And this is also a time, like, it feels like a time of, um, I don't know, is it renewal almost? But like, I am open. I'm open. Oh, interesting. Like, because you're totally stripped naked and you're like, okay. You're you know, there's, vulnerable. there's times when you're just like, all right, goddess, here we go. I am open, you know? Mm -hmm. I could see that. Judgment, this card is actually one that often makes me feel perplexed um, when I pull it because it, it because the word judgment is so loaded or can <laughs> be so loaded. Yeah. And so uh, I, I do struggle with it and the fact that it is judgment day that's essentially being depicted, which feels kind of disturbing to me. Um, but I like what you're saying right now about that kind of, that that rebirth, that being stripped down to, to just your complete purest self and then um, being judged. It actually makes me think of Mott, the goddess Mott and, yes. uh, and that idea of having your, is it your soul or your heart weighed, weighed yeah, with a feather? Heart is weighed, and if it is, it is heavier than the feather. You're doomed. Then yeah. Then maybe something went awry. Right. <laughs> But I think that's, I think this is that place. It's like um, coming back to again and again, that place of judgment, that place of that weighing out uh, as we move through the full journey again and again and again in our lives, right? Because it's that constant tearing down, growing back up, tearing down, growing back up. It sounds kind of exhausting when you talk about yeah. it like that, but it really is what, what the reality of, of a life is. 
Um, and judgment is for me, it's just like, this is me now. Like I have done all of this stuff and it feels like, okay, this is me. Take it or leave it. Like you're naked. Like acceptance. It's like almost, but like you're accepting yourself, yeah. but like letting other people know that mm-hmm. like, Hey, like this is me. Like mm-hmm. this nice. is everything that I've been through. Um, yeah. Like their arms are like up and they're like, here we go. Take me as I am. Like, I can't do anything else now. I've already gone through everything. Total sidebar. We watched Independence Day last night because it was the 4th of July. And there's that scene where the alien ship is above, like, you know, and all down there having the And they're like, take me, take me. And that's what I just thought when you put your arms up like that. (laughs) Anyway, moving on to the last part of the deck. We're at the end. (laughs) What's the end? The world. It's everything. Yeah. In this deck, it's the universe, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Same idea. It's this woman. She's naked. She's surrounded by greenery um, and like a sash, like she won an award. (laughs) She did. She did. But it's completion. It's the the final coming together of all of the things before we begin again, right? Because once you reach that place of completion, really the only thing to do is to start over again. So this is like, I love this because we talk about completion and I feel like we're so like in our society into like, okay, what's next? So, okay, we're starting the fool again or mm. we're back here. You know, um, usually with completion, like this is the time you would want to have a ritual or some sort of like time to mark it. Celebration. Like, celebration. Acknowledgement. Acknowledge mm-hmm. everything that you have done or um, a completion of a cycle. So this is a completion of a whole cycle. And, you know, so when you're at this point in your life, it could be, you know, graduation. It could be, you know, maybe you're having a, maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe there's a completion of a relationship, you know, but there's something to be marked here. Mm-hmm. Um, so because that way we can and honoring and honoring. Yeah. And then so we can begin again. Yes. What Veronica said. Ta-da! We're done. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> 46 minutes. Was, the fullest journey took 46 minutes. Incredible. When we tell you about it. for joining us everyone yes thank you and if you would like to dive a little bit deeper into the fool's journey uh veronica and i have crafted a class we've actually crafted two so uh we have a free class that is a 90 minute uh class that is i keep saying class a lot and i need to find a different word we have a 90 minute experience for you Uh, (laughs) that's good right yeah that's awesome um so it is actually available uh, on July 16th. We're, we're, I'm dropping this podcast tomorrow, which is July 6th, and we are offering it in the morning, but you probably won't hear this before that happens. So July 16th, which is a Friday uh, of 2021, at 3 p.m. Pacific time, we'll be hosting this class. And if you can't make that, please sign up for it anyway, because we will send out the replay um, of that class. And it is a 22-pose series that moves us through the entirety of the Fool's Journey. And then there is time for reflection at the end. So we'll talk a little bit about the Fool's Journey at the beginning. We'll move through all of those poses, experiencing this journey really on a physical level inside of ourselves. Through yoga. Through yoga. This is yoga that's accessible to everybody. So wherever you're at in your body, you know, come and give it a shot. You don't have to be like a yoga pro. We're not going to be doing like headstand or handstand or, or shoulder stand. We're not doing any, we're not doing any of that. We're not balancing. Well, my balance. There's going to be bit. some balancing, but guess what? I'm suggesting a wall for everyone. If you nice. be close to a wall. Yeah. I like that. So yeah, basically the point of this is to make it accessible for everyone, but to be able to help you to, to again, integrate this experience and this journey into your body because our bodies hold so much wisdom. Uh, Veronica is a certified yoga instructor and she crafted and curated this series for us. Uh, And then we'll be talking at the end. We'll do a couple of yoga spreads at the end that you'll be able to take away with you. I have printouts for you. Tarot spreads. Yeah, I said yoga spreads tonight. (laughs) I'm tired, everyone. Uh, Long day, long day. This is all culminating in our three day workshop that yes. we're giving in July. Yes. So we're offering this uh, free 90 minute course, but then in addition to that, we're doing a three day workshop where each card, I almost said yoga pose, each card has its own yoga flow, meditation. 
We're going to be doing some altar magic as we move through the three days together. There'll be some creative arts to help us to process our experience. And uh, really, overall, it's going to give you a whole new way to learn the major arcana uh, on a really like deep soul level and body level. Uh, so our 90 minute class, you can sign up for the link is in the description of this podcast, uh, or you can just hop over to wisewomanwitchery.com and check out the tarot journey uh, link page. Sign up there and then you will get all the information about the three day workshop as well. Is there more? We did it. Yeah, we got to sign off. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. <laughs> we got to go home and eat some dinner. Yeah. This is a long. <laughs> Thanks for hanging with us, everyone. And we will talk to you real soon. Thanks so much for listening to Witch Next Door. If you like what you hear, you can click the anchor support link in the description of this podcast. And if you want to help other people like you find us, you can do that by... You can rate us, you can review us, or you can subscribe. Right? Yeah. And you can do all those things. You can just <laughs> click the little stars, you know, and give us like You'll some comment. cold stars and we'll comment. Yeah. How was this for you? You know, whatever. Love it. I totally love it. it. That way people who are checking out podcasts will be like, hmm, that Veronica and Emily sound like an interesting listen. I think I'll pop over there or wow, they're off the hook. We'll go listen to them. Those people can't stop laughing. <laughs> must be so- there must be something good here. I could use a good laugh. Yeah. Anyway, so do that, please. We'd appreciate it. It does help other people find our podcast. And uh, and then we also really love to hear from you. So if you have feedback, that's another way to get it to us. Uh, you can also always write us at wisewomanwitchery at sonic.net. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you for joining us on The Witch Next Door. Join us next week as we explore more ways to make every day more magical. Can't wait? Visit wisewomanwitchery.com or follow Wise Woman Witchery on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on all current offerings and be a part of the tribe. All episodes are created by Emily Morrison and Veronica Wade Lewis. Music written and performed by Jean Cornelius.